Play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And this isn't Eric. Yes, it is. <laughs> and this is SLC Podcast. Thank you for joining us for episode 230. It's great because yeah. we're playing great music. They're always great. Yeah, and it's great because we finally reached an episode whose number ends in a zero. Yes. <laughs> it's been nine full episodes since that's happened. Yeah. Kind of crazy. That's just <laughs> over two months. <laughs> Uh, 2.30, a lot of cool stuff, as always, bands from all over the place, bands we've played before, band we've done an interview with, and they re just released some brand new stuff. Let's talk about some new releases and some upcoming releases. I'll start back on September 12th, Ultra Razia release Don Le Vip, and it's offered as a 7-inch flexi from Primator Crew, or you can get the tracks digitally. Go to Bandcamp, go to Primator Crew's Bandcamp to find that and these two other releases that also came out on September 12th. Uh, damn it, I wasn't ready. Ultra Razia <laughs> and the, the band that was from Russia. Uh, we talked about this last week. And again, I am not good with what the letters are in Russian, but it translates to Tornado uh, Smirch. Remember that? Yeah, Tornado Smirch. Yes. Smirch. That's... Uh, is that a weird way to spell smirk? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> S-M-E-R-C-H, smirk. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, they did a split with Ultrazia as well, a couple other tracks there, and then the Primator Crew compilation, four bands, four tracks, called Montreal Doom. And you get bands like Force Majeure, uh, Ad Vitam, Beton Army and Ultrazia. One track from each. Also, uh, prior to today, <laughs> Snob City Boys on September 14th released a new single called New Generation of Oi. It's a single that came off of a comp. Not that comp, different comp. Go look up Snob City Boys on Bandcamp. Go look up all the bands on Bandcamp. Uh, September 15th, Standard Issue put Live in a Dive Out. I think I talked about this last week because it was fresh on the mind, but I think because they're from California, like half the tracks are from a live show they did in California. And I want to say the other half were from a live show they did in Michigan. So Michigan mm. or Minnesota, I forget. I think it was Michigan, no. Uh, live in a Dive is the name of the release. On September 16th, the band Getaman, uh, they are from Istanbul, I believe. And they're off the record label Mevzu Records. They released a new EP called Giri... Don Vinifis Al. Uh, that is probably in Turkish, and I have no idea exact. You know, <laughs> if I'm even close on pronunciation, uh, maybe Google Translate has uh, an offering for me. I can't remember if they translated Turkish very well. We'll go back and breathe is what it translates to in English, but it does not offer a pronunciation. So that's as best you get. Ah. Uh, oh well right <laughs> on Rad Girlfriend Records the band Human Issue released Reflections it was a single on the 16th Lurk released Around the Sun on Pure Noise Records heard a couple tracks earlier today it's pretty cool on the 17th the Cocktail Slippers released Shout uh, Shouted Out Loud on Wicked Cool Records and that was on the 17th 17th was a pretty busy release date 
that includes Coma, K-O-M-A, with internment failure on the 17th. Beach Riot with Subatomic Party Cool. These Streets, they released a new EP on Upstate Records called Roll the Dice. Roll the Dice. Yes. Uh, in these streets, I'm just picturing all the all the hustlers just got money on the sidewalk, and every one of them's rolling the dice, passing it around. Right. <laughs> yeah, a little list, a little street gambling going on. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of basically what the animation or the shouldn't you call it animation the cartoon imagery was for the EP cover. Oh, really? Yes. Okay, so different characters, <laughs> but basically uh, that that scene that you. Uh, Pointed or uh, we're, we're painting us the picture of. All right. <laughs> I haven't even seen that. I haven't thought of these streets in years, so I'll have to. I'll have to go back in that. <laughs> go check it out. Upstate Records. Also on the seventeenth, Stingray released Feeding Time EP. That release and the Coma release are released on La Vida Es Un Mus Discos. Uh, Hello Rebellion released a new single, S-A-A-B. We'll be playing that. I think I've got that queued up for the next episode on 231. Love Hello Rebellion. And that track is cool, so go check it out. Or you can just wait till we play it. But I recommend going and checking it out. Last release that I'm going to talk about on the 17th is Vice Squad with Road Crew uh, EP. They are a busy band, always releasing new releases. Vice Squad, always like multiple EPs and shit a year. It's so busy. Vice Squad. Always talking about Vice Squad. Those are still, they're still around. Holy hell. Yes. <laughs> and releasing like multiple releases a year. Good I just, for them. I just looked up the Roll the Dice EP. And yeah, holy shit. That's mm-hmm. uncanny. Right? <laughs> how close I was. Guy holding the, man, he's holding up a gun right next to what looks like the Grim Reaper. Right? Minus the scythe, but it's a, it's a skeleton in a hooded cloak. So, <laughs> and the, and yeah, the guy holding the gun, he's uh, just wearing a hoodie, but he's faceless. So that's a little eerie. Anyway, I'll check that out in, uh, in due time. <laughs> Excellent. On the 18th, Recidive uh, on Crom Records released a two-track demo. Both really good. I heard them earlier today. They were great. Uh, Manic Hispanic coming out on the 19th. Back in Brown, uh, that came out on the 19th. Uh, I need to check that one out now that it's out. On the 20th, Demersal released Death Routines EP. Squared Off on the 20th released Glory Days. We are going to be playing tracks off that later in the show. It was really good. Chaos Machine released Apocalypse Now on the 20th. Civilian Mind released Nobody Knows Me, single on Irish Voodoo Records on the 22nd. Algara released Absortos. En el Tidio Eterno on La Vida Es Un Mus Discos, which is based out of the UK. I think mm-hmm. I mentioned that pretty regularly, but I uh, just want to point that out. Reno Divorce is releasing Outsider Escape from Berlin on the 24th. Abra Skadabra is going to, Abra Skadabra is a better way to put, word that. Ah. <laughs> they are releasing Make Yourself at Home on the 24th. Mainline 10 is releasing Legacy on Melodic Punk Style on the 24th. Grace will be releasing self-titled EP on Upstate Records on the 24th. The Slackers uh, with Papa B and then uh, on one side of a 7-inch split and Sick and Mad, which features band members of the Slackers, will be coming out on Pirates Press officially on the 24th. Two cool tracks there. Uh, The Queers will be releasing Reverberation on the 24th, and they will be at Punk Rock Bowling this weekend. They will also be here. 
Awesome. At one point, at one point, I forget what date, but they will be here. Yes. Uh, one step closer. They have a release coming out on the twenty fourth. Common Turn Sect will be releasing De Jour Plus Dur Que D'Ultra, which will be a European release. I'm not sure if it'll be digitally or not De on the twenty fifth. But hopefully, hopefully it is. Looking forward to that release. Great band there. Great French band that's been around forever. Uh, Fire Sale will be releasing the Fire Sale 7-inch EP on the 30th. On the 1st of October, a tribute to State of Fear compilation. Uh, that'll be coming out. Heavy Heart will be releasing Closer on Rad Girlfriend Records on the 1st. Frauds is releasing Long Spoons on the 1st. Full of Hell will be releasing Gardens of Burning Apparitions on the 1st. United Defiance will be releasing Change the Frequency on Thousand Island Records, their track Sing With Me is a cool track. I think that's the one that they had the video out for already. Uh, pretty cool. I like it. Uh, Bull Brigade is releasing Il Fuoco No Se E Spento on Demons Run Amok. And they're an Italian band. That was Italian, if you couldn't tell with my pronunciation there. Say that again. Uh, Il, Il Fuoco Non Se E Spento. Huh. I know it's talking about fire, that's fuoco, but spento, I am, I'll have to, uh, I'll have to Google Translate that, because, how is it spelled? S-P-E-N-T-O. Alright, I'm gonna pull that up, because I don't know it off the top of my head, despite the lineage. <laughs> well, uh, let's so, see if that helps. Okay, well, whoop, whoop. according to Google Translate, the entire album... Translates to the fire did not go out. So I'm not sure exactly what Spento is. Maybe out? Uh, worn out, really. Okay, worn out. Gotcha. So yeah. so yeah, the fire did not go out. So, il foco non de lo spento. Is that how, that's how it went? It's uh, il foco non si spento. Non si spento. Okay. Yeah, I forget which uh, suffixes go in between words when they're referencing a certain noun. <laughs> I have no action, idea, and that, uh, at first, I would have thought might have been Spanish on first look for myself personally, but I know the band Bull Brigade, and I know they're from Italy, so that's yep. how I knew it was in Italian. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I mean, Spanish and Italian, I mean, they're all, they're both Latin languages, so they are very, very similar. Uh, French, however, is like the weird cousin. Right. <laughs> it's like, they're both based out of uh, Latin, but... Yeah, Spanish and uh, yeah, Spanish Italian. They're like twins, and I don't know. You could just say France is the odd is the step brother. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last couple. Silence is a dangerous sound. Is releasing a tribute to Fagazi on Ripcord Records. Threer is releasing their promo tape on the first. I talked about their single that they released uh, on the last episode. They released that on the eleventh, called Black Autumn. And then Koti Tuhoa is releasing Vaikivala Valta. I think they're Finnish, and I think that's Finnish. That's on the first. That's it. That's my list. Talk long enough about that. Anything you want to add before we start talking about some music that we are going to play on the show? Okay, I do. I do indeed have a couple. Um, yeah, I've been listening to the new uh, On the Cinder tracks. Awesome. They've released a couple of... Uh, uh, a couple of singles, back to back. One on the tenth, and another on the thirteenth. Let me see which one's which. The the seventeenth. That one was at the close. The former, which I mentioned, is only after, and they are teasing some new material. 
as in a new full length, maybe, or October an eighth, something like that. Yep, that's coming out October eighth, and also the band Full of Hell just yesterday, that being the twenty first, released a new single from their upcoming album. Uh, that's incredibly long. <laughs> Garden of Burning Apparitions. Yeah, Garden of Burning Apparitions. Anyway, the new single is called Eroding Shell. Listen to it. It's under a minute long, and uh, like most of uh, Full of Hell's songs, <laughs> and it's good. You know, it's really good. So I am still awaiting with uh, agonizing, intensive... Insert the word here, excitement, (laughs) for that album to come out. It's going to be under half an hour of sheer brutality, I'm sure. But we'll get to that when October comes. Anyway, we got a new song we want to play. Yes. And I've been sitting on it for quite some time. Right. I've just had a back catalog of all this stuff, and now it's starting to even out. I'm starting, okay, now I have to actually look for new songs. (laughs) Anyway, this one is Sharp Shock's newest, uh, I guess, EP? It's an EP, yeah. yeah. I think it was like five or six tracks. Yeah. Really? Because I only knew of the three. <laughs> uh, when I, I looked it up on iTunes today. iTunes showed the release ah, date of okay. uh, September 22nd of 2020, exactly one year ago, is when mm. it showed that. And then, but I was looking up... On their social media page, uh, I think Facebook back in maybe June or July said that it was coming out. So maybe like the hard copies were coming out and maybe the digital came out back in last September. I'm not exactly sure. Yeah. I couldn't find anything specific. So those are, that's the information I do have is June, they made a post saying casual as would be coming out soon. But it, I think it was, might have been in reference to like vinyl. Okay. Yeah, because I know it came out on vinyl, but the only the only way to listen to it digitally for a while was just YouTube. Oh, okay. <laughs> Didn't even wasn't even on Bandcamp. I I don't really still uh, not. Yeah, I love it's it. not Bandcamp, <laughs> and I don't scout on iTunes like uh, at all. So I don't really know what's going on on that front. But regardless, their EP is out. So if you have a if you have a YouTube or if you have an internet connection and you want to buy it from their uh, from their website, you can do that. If you are not sure how it sounds, this is how it sounds. Here's the title track from Sharp Shock's uh, elusive EP, <laughs> Casual Ass. <laughs> Okay. 
of my dignity Dad could dress up like a fool But Fridays we dress casually having that discussion about uh, all week in a uniform and <laughs> casual Friday. Yeah, we were kind of talking about that. <laughs> and by, at the job I'm working now, they since I'm working in a warehouse, they say I can wear the company shirt three out of five days of the week. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to make casual Friday coming back wearing band shirts to work. Nice. <laughs> uh, but the shirts they do offer us are uh, pretty cool. That's good. <laughs> yeah. That's nice then. Yeah, so they actually they actually know how to uh, appeal to the grunts, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that song I really love it. I love that. Uh, I love that deep sounding guitar that's just carrying throughout, and and yeah, it just sounds like a bit of a, a slightly heavier version of a uh, Buzzcocks. Okay, a lot of that that old school sound is coming through, but it's getting a little bit. Uh, it comes a- across a bit grainier than uh, poppier. Uh, but that's not to say that they aren't poppy. I mean, that chorus, my God, is that a catchy one. Right. <laughs> oh, I'm casual. Oh, I'm casual. <laughs> yeah. Also, I know this is a bit of a deep reference, but the song vaguely reminded me of The Clash, Police on My Back, strictly because they kept naming off the days. Oh, okay. You know, it's like, it's Monday, it's Tuesday, die in a suit and tie, Wednesday, Thursday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, police on my back. <laughs> so, yeah, other than that, as there is no uh, relation to them with that song. Just uh, just certain lyrics that I think are <laughs> obviously sound the same. Right. <laughs> anyway, that's... Uh, so, yeah, Sharp Shock, the casual-ass casual EP. I... <laughs> 
casual ass. I realized what I said, (laughs) and I'm going to stand by it because that is funny. (laughs) Casual ass. Nice. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, a casual ass. You know, you're coming into casual Friday at work. Yeah, you're still coming into work, so that just makes you a casual ass. All right. Uh, that's the best uh, That's the best improv I got for today. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on to a release that came out on July 28th of this year. The band is East Bay, all one word. There's a music video out for it. That's where I saw it first, or heard it first, rather. Uh, heard it and saw it first. Uh, the band's awesome. They're a Japanese ska punk band. East Bay's cool. They released a new single. It's released as a single. It's called Radio. Let's check out Radio. I, I thought, is it a reference to the song from uh, Rancid, right? <laughs> oh, I was just about to say, this is dripping in Rancid. Right? The band <laughs> named East Bay and the I song uh, Radio. I know. And, of course, Ska Punk. Right, right. <laughs> I'm just like, is East Bay, is that named after the missing lyric from the song Journey to the End of East Bay? Yeah. They never say it. <laughs> that is the one gripe I have in that album is that it never says East Bay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, so yeah, it's dripping in rancid references despite, I don't know, despite the fact they probably uh, don't. <laughs> They both border, I don't know how close specifically East Bay, the band, borders on the Pacific Ocean, but they're in Japan, which borders the Pacific Ocean, Mm -hmm. and Rancid being uh, an East Bay band borders also on the opposite side of the Pacific Ocean. Mm -hmm. I don't know if there's any going to be any more similarities. I'll let you decide. Here we (laughs) go. Here's East Bay with the track Radio.
I think that there's similarity in sound as far as the ba- that song goes to the band Rancid, but absolutely it just doesn't uh, ring the similar sound to the actual track radio. No, it does not. Or even the <laughs> overall sound of Rancid. Maybe that's the fact that the... Maybe it is because that the singer doesn't sound like this. Right? <laughs> yeah, as far as East Bay, I don't know where they're getting the reference. There are a multitude of bays in Japan. So, yes, I was Google Maps in the whole time. <laughs> what do you want? Yeah, the Ochira Bay, the Okinawa Bay, the, uh, the Mutsu Bay. So, I don't know. Maybe it's a reference to any of those bordering cities around that bay because it doesn't say what city they are from. It just says they're from Japan. Okay. So. Yeah, I couldn't find that either. Yeah, so I don't know what that uh, is referencing, but and who knows? Maybe they never even heard of Rancid. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, but I don't know. Rancid's like the the Metallica of punk. They're omnipresent. Right. You know? So I don't know what else to say about that other than, yeah, that was a good song. It was good. They had a... It, it had a fun. It just instills that uh, moon stomper ethic that everyone everyone remembers, right? <laughs> yeah, just those. Uh, just bring out that checkerboard, that checkerboard floor. Bring out those. Uh, I don't know. Not really orthopedic shoes, <laughs> but those dancing shoes and those slacks and that. Let's see that Blues Brothers hat and sunglasses look. Yeah. I think it's funny that those guys were Blues Brothers, not Ska Brothers. Because <laughs> they looked more like Ska guys. Anyway, that, so yeah, that's all I got to say about East Bay. I just want to know what side they are on. What <laughs> side of that bay? <laughs> what is east to Japan, which to us is the most east? East uh, to Japan would be China, right? No, that would be, that would be west. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I'm going the wrong way. No, east to Japan is us, but east to us is Japan. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's the way spheres works. Take that, flat earthers. <laughs> uh, the next track we're gonna play is from a band from uh, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, New York. Uh, they are Typhoid Rosie. Cool band, uh, talking about their release when it came out August 13th, and this is their fourth album. I didn't know that about the band, that it was actually their fourth album, but uh, I had been listening to it. Uh, Rosie Rebel actually reached out and said, hey, check out our stuff, which I already was, but yes, definitely going to get it on. We're doing it right now. Uh, It's their first album since 2018. And a little quote I, I found I wanted to point out. Rocket fuel punk fronted by Ivy League educated roller skating badass comedian Rosie Rebel. <laughs> with, with all of those type of things, uh, I had to, you know, say that. I had to. You know, uh, congratulations to her. Uh, Ivy League educated and then the roller skating badass comedian. That's, just, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. So... Typhoid Rosie released Queen of Swords back on October, October August 13th. It's a good release, full-length release. Uh, a little bit about that specific track I want to read because I have a little list about kind of what the tracks are from. And this is 
Uh, in Rosie Rebel's own words, Queen of Swords, it's a defiant track about self-preservation and setting yourself free from toxic situations and people. This song is about fighting for your life, your survival, evolution, and the growth of your soul may one day depend upon whether or not you can turn your back on toxic situations. Sometimes, for your own well-being, you have to cut toxic motherfuckers, see, that was in there, direct quote, out <laughs> of your life. Those of you who dabble in tarot know that the Queen of Swords is not to be fucked with. She is the kind of person you want on your side. She is very loving until you put her in a position where she must choose between toxicity and her own self-love, she will always choose herself. There you go. That's a little bit more about the track. We're going to play that track, the title track, uh, on this one. But go check out the rest. They're great. This is Typhoid, Rosie, the band. Rosie Rebel is the, the vocals. And here we go with Queen of Swords. Typhoid Rosie with Queen of Swords off of the album Queen of Swords. Well, based on the uh, <laughs> based on the information given to me in the description of uh, Rosie Rebel, I didn't expect her to have that soft a voice. <laughs> <laughs> but after looking her up, I see that she's uh, also doing a uh, pinup, uh, doing uh, pinup modeling. So I'm like, yeah, that can, that kind of makes more sense. Awesome, because <laughs> that's more of like a. Uh, I guess uh, I guess airbrushed modeling. 
Something like that. Yeah, it, just, <laughs> it just comes across clear and colorful and just so pristine. Right. It's just uh, it's just reliving that stuff of the fifties. Uh, right. Exactly. <laughs> Where everything just seemed like very bright, colorful, drawn in uh, thick straight lines. Right. <laughs> that's uh, that's how I see it. So yeah, it does make sense. Fifties, everything was a bit calmer as far as music was going. Uh, even the, I, I think that the artwork is uh, very fifties uh, inspired for the album cover of Queen of Swords. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. So yeah, some people are so nostalgic, we're longing for a time we weren't even a part of. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, go check out Queen of Swords, uh, Typhoid Rose's new album again, new first new one since uh, 2018. That's the new tracks for the episode. Eric, let's do some older, lesser known stuff. What do you have? I have a band, and this is one of those bands that comes out of left field. They're called Mean Jeans. <laughs> Mean Jeans, they're a band who has been signed to, signed to Fat Records since, uh, you know, sometime since uh, the late 2000s. Their first album came out in 2009. And the third album that I'm talking about is Tight New Dimension. This album landed in my lap when I was writing reviews for Slug Magazine and to review this album. And I'm like, yeah, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was okay. Just kind of hit and miss for me. And... But I like the style of what they were going for. They're very joke punk. A lot of uh, yeah, a lot of uh, party references. A lot of uh, weird little uh, modest living that modern, the modern day, uh, I guess the gen, uh, the generation Yers, my generation is <laughs> is going through. So it's like, yeah, we're just live, we're just kind of coasting for a minute, just trying to figure shit out. They're that type of punk rock band, but they're having a fun time while it's going on. They and did a Jingles album too. Yeah, they did. <laughs> that was the uh, yeah. What was all that? <laughs> I forget. Uh, I'll look it up. It was... I forget too. I, I remember playing some or at least one track from it, but they they put that out uh, quite a bit. You know, like two years yeah, ago. Jingles maybe? like commercial jingles. <laughs> Uh, is it commercials or is it Christmas? I forget. That's what I'm thinking. It's either one of those. But that, yeah, that reference just came in one ear and then went right out the other. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is called where? Oh, Jingles Collection, and they put out Jingles Collection on February 16th of 2018, and it looks like. Like commercials. Like, okay. Like they're called Taco Bell and Hot Pockets and Skull and Applebee's, Mountain Dew, Kinko's, Camelites, Sizzler, Totino's, Coors Light, and so forth. There is 23 tracks on there. So that's Man. what the jingles were. No Stanley Steamer? Uh, I do not see Stanley <laughs> Steamer. <laughs> oh, that would have been so perfect. Got 1-800-STEAMER! Stanley Steamer, that's your home cleaner! There, I just gave you an idea, Mean Jeans, if you are listening. Right? <laughs> Make a part two jingles. There are literally thousands of them out there. Well, quick side note, on Friday, the 24th, I know it's a little early in the show for this, but Mean Jeans is playing at Place on 7th. They're doing one of the club shows on ah, Friday night. Yeah, they are. That's right. They are doing the punk rock bowling this year. Right. Selson yeah. Blue and Taco Bell, two other jingles on yeah. there. <laughs> Anyway, back yes. to the back to back <laughs> yeah. to back to the, track here. Back to those mean brothers, the Jeans brothers. <laughs> <laughs> no, they actually are. Uh, that's actually not too 
far from what their stage names actually are. They reference themselves as one Billy Jeans, Jeans Wilder, and Junior Jeans. <laughs> so yeah, that's how goofy these guys are. <laughs> and yeah, it's funny. You know, it is funny. They got a lot of funny references and a lot of great song titles. You think no effects, you think vandals, you think of shit like that. They're good musicians, they're good at what they're doing, but God, their song titles are so dumb. Case in point, the song that I chose that was the actual standout for me on this record when I was reviewing it, and it was the closer of this album. I'm like, okay, it did end on a strong note. It's called, Are There Beers in Heaven? So yeah, we're all wondering that same thing. (laughs) Are there beers in heaven? Well, Mean Jeans, I hate to say, doesn't have an answer, but at least they made a good song about it. So here it is.
I don't know, man. Just crack one open with me. (laughs) (laughs) Very Ramones-esque, that song was. Yep, they really are. Yeah, that's the... They're like a joke, fun party boy moment of the Ramones. (laughs) I don't know why I said moment. I really meant to say version. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck that happened. So, yeah, that is that is the Bean Jeans. It's one of those bands I listen to them, and it's just almost like, oh, I just want to take you out back and play catch with you. you know? <laughs> <laughs> it just seems so innocent that way. It's almost hard not to just... It's almost hard that despite their name, you can't be mean to these guys. Right. So, yeah, they got some... They got some fun songs. They're not really my style, uh, but I wouldn't even call this song like a guilty pleasure or anything. It's still very enjoyable. Right. You know? And uh, there was something else I was about to, I was going to say about the, oh yeah, this song. Yeah. You got to ask the little questions in life. You got to ask the big questions in life, even about the little things. Are there beers in heaven? Right. If anything, it's kind of a metaphor for this uh, generation. We're either thinking too hard in the moment or we're thinking too far into the future. <laughs> and it's like, um, and sometimes it's a little of both. I want a beer. Are there beers in heaven? Can I drink after I die? <laughs> it's like, yeah, you ask questions that are so deep that the questions themselves don't even make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Let me know if there are beers in heaven. If you went to the end of the tunnel and came back, we want that message. Right. We need it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm going to play a band who is not that type of a sound at all. But Okay. uh, (laughs) I came across the band Quincy Punks. That's punks with a P-U-N-X. Oh, that's how real they are. Right. (laughs) They started as a band way back in 1990. And the label Rad Girlfriend Records reissued their uh, album called We're Not Punks, But We Play Them on TV. (laughs) It's a great album uh, name, isn't it? I love that. We play them on TV. (laughs) Right. It's a great album name. That original album was released in 1994. Rad Girlfriend Records remastered, reissued on uh, November 19th of 2020. So just a little more than a year ago. So in one hand, maybe it's kind of newer, but on the other hand, no, it, it originally came back out like 27 years ago. So uh, the band, Quincy Punks, they're from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Again, started in 1990, four years after they put out this album. About 10 years after starting as a band, they self-destructed, but it's good music. We're going to listen to a track <laughs> from We're Not Punks, but we play them on TV. The track is called Don't Talk to Me. Here we go with some Quincy Punks. Talk to me. 
cool band. That is a cool band. However, that song is not original. No? That was written by Gigi Allen. Oh, was it? Yeah. See, I'm not a big Gigi Allen fan. Like, I, I know no Gigi one is. Allen. Okay. <laughs> and and uh, I didn't know that. I just, I heard their version of it on there because there was quite a few tracks on it. And I said, I like this track. So, uh, I guess it was a cover. Yep, it was a cover. they did it in 94, and I know Gigi Allen was like an 80s, early 90s kind of Yeah, this was actually from the album Always Was, Is, and... Yeah, Always Was, Is, and Always Shall Be. That came out in 1980. <clears throat> okay, well, I am glad that you knew that and pointed it out and that I wasn't trying to pass it off as an original. Not that I was, I just didn't <laughs> know any better. better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this was definitely better. Uh, like I say, not a fan of Gigi Allen. Oh, yeah. There's a... Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, his music is pretty, like, straightforward. It's just, it's just punk. Nothing new. What was new was him. Right. Just him. Yeah. <laughs> for better, for worse. Like, God damn that guy. He's uh, one of those artists I could never say that I love, but I have found just bottomlessly interesting. <laughs> <laughs> like... What the fuck is this guy? Uh, he was he's credited as like the uh one of the last rock and roll outlaws. Cause those thing those guys don't really exist anymore. No, they do not. Yeah. And they haven't they haven't for a while. I mean, some of them are like uh, you know, they're jabbers, they're chatterboxes, or they just uh they just surf around for clout, just kind of coast through the uh internet and uh <clears throat> Just try and start shit online. They're just some of them are just braggadocious, and some of the guys are like, we can just stop." <laughs> yeah, case in point, right now there's the I guess there's now a beef between MGK and Corey Taylor <laughs> from a uh, from MGK just talking shit on Riot Fest. It it goes back to him uh, wanting Corey Taylor to do a feature on one of his songs. Corey was down. He wrote some lyrics and sent a recording of it. Uh, to Travis Barker. Travis Barker was the middleman. He's like, uh, MGK is suggesting uh, to change uh, certain things about it. Being professional, of course. And Corey's like, nah, you know what? I write the way that I write. If he if he can't take it, then just uh, count me out of it. And basically, MGK really got butthurt about that. <laughs> <laughs> so he just, uh, I mean, in person, he just took it on the nose. But afterwards, he was just, uh, he was just, slandering him online all over Twitter, just like, he's an asshole, he just did up on his high horse, been around for years. I'm like, yeah, he has. Right. He has a he has a reputation to uphold, and he has this whole uh, uh, style that he doesn't want to, that he won't bend either way if he's making a feature. It's like, this is me. You're getting me. Right. So, yeah, there's been a lot of uh, black and... God, I, I am slipping up on so many words. Back and forth here. <laughs> Black and white, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> and yeah, most recently he just made a comment of like, uh, he was performing at Riot Fest the same time that Slipknot was. And a lot of people were like uh, leaving the uh, leaving the crowd that was, you know, that was on the stage where he was to go watch Slipknot. And MGK is like, hey, at least I'm not 50 years old performing with a mask on my face. Anyway. <laughs> I'm like. Does, he just doesn't want to squash this beef. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. He's always been a. He's always been a clout chaser. 
there was that whole thing where he tried to rap battle Eminem. <laughs> that didn't work out well for him. No, it but did I not. I don't pay too much attention to rap battles, but that one caught my attention, and I <laughs> heard their versions going back and forth, and his was not not so good. I know. Yeah, uh, that's what, in my opinion, I would say: getting your ass handed to you. Oh yeah. Especially for going up, especially for going up against Slim Shady. I mean, the movie Eight Mile has a whole scene dedicated to how he won a rap battle. Right. You you gonna go up against that? Right. <laughs> Seriously, he's that's a not an easy feat. And of course, that that was like his uh, sayonara from the hip hop scene. Right. <laughs> he was like, yeah. And now I'm gonna go do pop punk. I don't know if that had if that, losing that rap battle had anything to do with it, but whatever. I mean, I heard his uh, I heard his raps not that good. I I don't really like his rap music at all. Right. The only the only good one is Wild Boy, and that's because Waka Flocka's on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, how deep I'm making references. His pop punk stuff it's really it's really nothing special. It just it just is. New, the youth, they're clamoring to him. They're just like, we're loving it. I go, okay, that's your Blink-182. That's this generation. Go ahead. Have your fun. Uh, yeah. But MGK, I think he's just a, I think he's just kind of a dipshit. I'm going to go with that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. That was Quincy Punks was the track, or the band rather, and Don't Talk to Me covering Gigi Allen there, it sounds like. Again, the album's called We're Not Punks, but we play them on TV. I love the album name. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gigi Allen was on TV. If you if you ever <laughs> yeah. want to if you ever want to see something funny, look up Gigi Allen, Jerry Springer. Yep. You will not be disappointed. Uh, I remember that. <laughs> Why do you feel the need to defecate on stage? Yeah, that that's I don't know. One reason why I'm not a huge fan. I, I some shit I don't understand. But anyway, well let's talk about uh, some concerts, live shows, yeah. and all that. Uh, punk rock bowling's this weekend. For anybody that's going or interested or whatever. Or wishes they were going. <laughs> right, exactly. So there's all of those shows. I'm not going to run those down. Go look at Punk Rock Bowling, or I'm sure you can see those on Band's media pages. But one I will mention mm-hmm. is Bone Crusher and uh, the Welch Boys are doing a show during that time in Las Vegas, but it's off over at the Double Down Saloon. And so that's Saturday. So one of the punk rock bowling parties, but the unofficial ones, not the officially sponsored ones where you can go to Punk Rock Bowling's website and buy tickets. So if you want to do that one, it'll be at 10 p.m. featuring from Orange County, 63 Bank Street, Nixed from San Francisco, Oakland area, Riot Gun from OC, Orange County, and Bone Crusher from Orange County, and then the Welch Boys from Boston and the Blue Bloods from Boston. A lot of cool bands on September 25th. A Double Down Saloon. Uh, two greats there with Bone Crusher, Welch Boys, and uh, I really like Riot Gun. The other three, not as familiar with, but definitely looking forward to checking out. Eric, do you have any you want to add? I've got another list, but I want yeah. to point that one out real quick since I talked about Punk Rock Bowling. Well, yeah, I do have a few to uh, throw out there. Um, I mean, there is a show tonight. I don't think that's uh, relevant. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I'm not. I'm. I'm not gonna plug it. It's okay. I'm gonna talk about the future ones on Friday at the Beehive. Uh, the band Fuckskin will be having their album release. Um, they will have uh, Narc and Threer 
uh, proto underscore seven one seven seven one three five. Okay. I, I don't know what that is. That's just was advertised. <laughs> and the band Picnic or Picnics. And it's not a band, it's solo. I do not know who half of these things are, but Narkin Threer, I know those people. <laughs> They're awesome. And yeah, they'll be playing uh, they'll be playing at the Beehive on the seventh. There is also a uh, there is also another show. I had it pulled up and I lost it. It's the it's the slug fest, <laughs> the slug tournament, not the not tournament. It was a it was an event. While you look and, that up, I'm yeah. gonna spit this one out. Uh, at Monkeys in Hamburg, which is Hamburg, Germany, on Friday, October sixth, and Saturday, October second this year, uh, the Moin, it's Hamburg six M O I N Moin. It's Hamburg 6. <laughs> the bands that you'll see, The Judge Dread, Memorial, Johnny Volga, On the Job, The Agitators, The Young Ones, Red Bricks. Man, I would love to see that. I love On the Job, The Young Ones, The Agitators are back. That one's going to be a good one. Uh, since you're still looking, I'm going to throw out Punk and Drublick in Pittsburgh on October 2nd. That'll feature No Effects, Pennywise, Less Than Jake. Sick of it all, get dead, stolen wheelchairs, and that is in Pittsburgh at Sandcastle Water Park. Uh, there'll be craft beer and punk rock. So uh, if you're going to be in Pittsburgh on October 2nd or anywhere near there, go check it out. Every one of those bands are, are great. Love all of those bands. Uh, the Drowns will be doing a West Coast tour of sorts. October 2nd, they'll be in Tacoma at the Plaid Pig. October 6th, Long Beach. At Alex's Bar, October 7th, Pomona, California at Characters, October 8th, San Diego, California at Tower Bar, and October 9th at Pacifica, or in Pacifica, California at Crash Fest. That was one I wanted to do, uh, but I've thought twice about uh, doing too much traveling and shows mm. here in the near future for myself personally, but uh, you can check that out on Friday, September 24th, 19 DRT. With Silence Equals Death, The Last Stand, Become One, Kirk Be Kiss, and Meteor Police at the Cavern in, uh, looks like it's New Jersey. It says 1240 East Veterans Highway, Jackson. So it must be Jackson, New Jersey. So if you want, you can go check that one out. Eric, find the one you were looking for. I did not. It's, uh, as far as I'm concerned, the internet ate it. So damn it, that's okay. I do have a couple more to plug. Um, as I mentioned earlier, the Queers are going to be coming. They will be playing next Wednesday, September 29th, at the Aces High Saloon with local support from Hi-Fi Murder, the One Two Many's, and American Humor. So that'll be worth checking out. And also tomorrow, the 23rd, I believe that's what it is. The 23rd, yes. Um, All Systems Fail, Violent Unrest, and Public Disorder will be playing at Resolute. Unfortunately, um, the band Noogie, who was uh, coming through from Denton, Texas, had to drop off. There was a bit of a, a bit of a weird part in booking shows at Las Vegas, and I don't know the whole story. But bottom line is, they couldn't make it up here. Okay. So it'll just be a local show at Resolute. I saw and, they were added yes. on to the Punk Rock Bowling, their bowling tournament finale or whatever. Noogie was one of the bands. I didn't see when that was. I knew it had I to do with the... 
PRB. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> but they were added to that I just saw a few days ago. Yeah. Well, well, I don't know what to make of it. And also on the uh, also on the twenty second, which is uh, which is tonight, the band Forsaken Prophets. They are a slam band. Not a slam band. They're playing. They're playing with Stone Slammer and Just for the Record. That's a thrash band. They're going to be playing tonight at Aces. So in the event that this comes out in the next couple hours, <laughs> and you're listening to it at this point, yeah, you probably won't make it to the show. Yeah, because you'll be probably be at the show. Whatever. Listen to Forsaken Prophets. They're good. Yes, they are. <laughs> anyway, on top of that, I went to a show. What'd you last go see? Week. I went to see. Uh, Public Disorder, Raid, um, not NARC, Ribbons, and uh, Marine Corps. Okay. They were playing in The Rat's Den, which is uh, Marcus from the lead singer of Dysentery. That's his basement. Okay. And that basement is about eight feet wide, maybe about 12 feet long. Okay. Yeah. So with the drum set and three amplifiers... The uh, band has no choice but to be a part of the crowd. <laughs> yeah. I went there and I I missed Public Disorder set. They played first and I got there a little too late, so I was bummed about that. But I got to see Ribbons. That was my first time seeing them, <clears throat> despite the fact that I played with them a couple weeks ago but did not watch their set. I'm sorry. But <laughs> but yeah, I got to see Ribbons. Ribbons is really good. I got a, got a couple friends in that band. It's good to see them watch them perform again. And I sat out of uh, a Marine Corps because I couldn't bring myself to go back into that tiny, tiny basement. Like, <laughs> holy hell. <laughs> I mean, I was uh, stuck in ribbons. I was there. I was submerged with people. So it's like, once you're in, you're in. Don't think about getting out. <laughs> if you're going to get out, you better start swimming. <laughs> it was so bad. But it was cool. Oh, and talk about low ceilings. There was about... Put it this way, I am six foot two. I stood on my tippy toes and my cranium was touching the ceiling. Like I was just stood, I was stood there in between floor and ceiling. I wouldn't be able to move. Nice. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, it reminded me of the dis house. That basement was small too. Anyway, then I saw Raid. It was my first time seeing them perform since before the pandemic. I've seen them a bunch of times. I missed them a bunch of times. I played with them a bunch of times. They go, we go back. <laughs> and also their singer, Sam, he's been, uh, he showed up. He's probably the only person there wearing an Earth Crisis shirt and actually knew that band. So me and him, we were, between sets, we were just making, hey, street by street. And, he, and I respond, block by block. <laughs> Taking it all back. <laughs> yeah. He's, uh. And I was also making jokes. He had his shirt off while he was performing. He was playing in nothing but his tank top. And I was like, "So, do you keep that tank top? Uh, do you keep that tank top tank top around? <laughs> do you just uh, have it on standby when you play a show? Like you change out of your t-shirt, then change into your tank top?" It's <laughs> <laughs> like, "Yep, that's uh, that's exactly what I got to do." Hmm. The only thing you're missing is cargo shorts, bud. Anyway, <laughs> Sam is uh, working on trying to get a beatdown band started because. If you listen to Raid, they are late 70s, early 80s style punk rock. I mean, I knew Raid when they were playing nothing but Black Flag covers, pretty much. Nice. And so, yeah, that's uh, 
And Sam, he's grown. He's gotten a little bit more into the uh, heavier hardcore. Like I said, he's wearing an Earth Crisis shirt at a punk rock show. Appreciate the hustle, dude. Anyway, <laughs> so he's trying to get something a little bit heavier. Beatdown has been away for a while. And if you uh, are not familiar with what Beatdown is, you picture the uh, picture the breakdown of a hardcore song, and that is the entire album of a Beatdown band. <laughs> That's literally what it is. Just a, just a compilation of breakdowns and chuggy riffs, and it gets so boring. But I support you, Sam. <laughs> Handsome Sam. That's my nickname I gave him. I don't think he knows it. Okay. Well, <laughs> anyway. he might now. But yeah, Raid is still an awesome band, and that was an awesome show, despite the claustrophobia. Don't go to the Rad's Den if you have any. <laughs> Actually, you probably don't go to shows if you have claustrophobia. <laughs> yeah, in fact, maybe uh, COVID-19 was a blessing in disguise for you. <laughs> Social distancing. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> or all those people who are uh, agoraphobic. Right. It's like, oh, we don't have to leave the house? Cool. I don't anyway. <laughs> or me, when it hit and I was recovering, it's like, oh, I don't have to go anywhere? Well, I wasn't exactly planning on it anyway. I can't drive. Right. <laughs> oh, God. Weird times. Really weird times. Anyway, let's, uh, you got anything else to add about shows? Just a couple real quick. Uh, Liberty and Justice from Texas. They'll be on September 24th playing at Characters in Pomona. And they'll be doing a punk rock bowling show on Saturday the 25th. I'm not sure which one, but they're at PRB in Las Vegas on the 25th. So coming up. And then uh, we had CJ on the show, Racist Kramer. He was talking about that show at Aces High Saloon on October 16th. Uh, I just wanted to point out, it is sold out. So if you heard that show and you were planning on going, well, just know it's sold out. So you might need to figure (laughs) out some other way to get there. And then finally at Alex's Bar in California, it's October 1st, and Alex's Bar is Southern California. I forget exactly where, but I know it's in Southern California. The bands, The Crowd, The Stitches, Shock Therapy, Moldy Roses, and The Provos, they will be playing a $15 show, 21 plus, on October 7th. So, 7th, October 1st. That Ah. was just a weird... Weird way to write the one, but that's an actual normal way. My mind just read it wrong. Anyway, that's all the shows. Eric, uh, as always, uh, at least as in the last handful of shows, as always of then, uh, we covered quite a bit on new music. Let's get into some great cover-to-cover albums. What do you have for this one? Oh, I have an album from an artist who I have played on this show a couple of times, and this year he has released... An album that I am considering to be my favorite of this year. Wow. Yeah. It is, uh, it a lot is said definitely so up far because we're only three quarters of the way through. I know. And this guy, he is a contender for uh, pretty much any artist I have ever heard. And, and with his music, he is basically omnipresent. He is the Johnny Cash of this generation, in my humblest of opinion, in that you look at people who listen to Johnny Cash. It's not just uh, country and folk aficionados. Metalheads love Johnny Cash. Punks and hardcore kids and even hipsters, they all love Johnny Cash. This guy, he is loved by everyone as well, and that is Amigo the Devil. (laughs) I love Amigo the Devil. I've made that very clear. (laughs) He is such an amazing uh, lyricist, an amazing artist, combining... uh, 
the humorous and the lighthearted to the dark and twisted and even the misanthropic. He's writing songs of he writes songs about serial killers and cult leaders, but you know, look takes it from an analytical perspective and just sees what exactly is the human element that made them commit these horrendous crimes. <laughs> Other times he's got like song and songs like Hungover in Jonestown. You get what he's going for right there. Or Dahmer goes to Hollywood. Right. <laughs> he's got a lot of fun references like that. However, he has songs like uh, Everything is Fine, Cocaine and Abel, which are just him looking inward and just uh, showing how Elliot Smith he can be. <laughs> Yeah, he, he's he got a lot of uh, demons inside of his head, and he lets it show. And he does so very much in this album that he released this year, Born Against. And the two songs that I chose, uh, two of them are my favorites from this album. My first being uh, the one that I played when it initially came out back in April. It was uh, Letters from Death Row. If you... Uh, if you don't remember what I said about that song and why it's my favorite, well, eh, just uh, just go back and listen to it. I'm eating too much of, of the clock here. <laughs> <laughs> the one that I loved, one of the ones that I loved is Murder at the Bingo Hall. As I said, you know, he loves to uh, write songs about serial killers and stuff like that. But if you really listen to the lyrics, there is really no murdering going on. It's entirely referential. <laughs> it's just like, a, oh, I'm going to murder them tonight sort of thing. But the way that it's presented, it just sounds like it's a serial killer looking to make his move. You know? <laughs> so I, I can barely do it verbal justice here. I have, a, I have everything I love about this song literally written down, but I am not going to read it here. I will be reading about it later in a different podcast that I will plug at the end of this show. So, spoiler alert. <laughs> but for now, just uh, distract yourself from uh, that little uh, half promo there and listen to Murder at the Bingo Hall from Amigo the Devil. It was a quiet night down at the gaming hall. Doubled up on cocaine and Adderall The room full of smoke and the air so still That I choked when I raised up both of my hands to yell BINGO! I was looking around trying to track down who the biggest threat would be Seeing the fear in everybody's eyes and apparently it was me I guess I know why I've been coming here cleaning house for the past few weeks I was B-I-N-G-I-N-G-B-I-N-G-O From the second I walked in, I planned my attack Three packets in hand, I sat at my usual table and back He might have been calling the numbers but I was calling the shots After four in a row I jumped up and yelled Someone should call the cops! I'm killing it Everyone's sitting around like a people garden 
tension builds as the rapper nears the end. This dabber is a weapon, sending everyone to bingo heaven. Held back by the numbers I don't have. Then the room got I mean, you listen to that music and you just think that something is climaxing. It sounds like the uh, peak of some action movie and it just feels so intense. It's just a song about playing bingo. <laughs> I mean, the uh, the whole idea behind it came from, because uh, 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 Danny, the the actual name of Amigo the Devil, the artist behind it is Danny Cardanos. And he actually grew up and he would uh, play bingo. He would actually go to the halls and, uh, you know, he just liked the game. <laughs> and the thing was, it is such a boring game. It's just, you know, a bunch of uh, people sitting around, punching their little cards. And the only excitement is, oh, I got a bingo. <laughs> and that, and he notices, like, uh, what, what they say, they got bingo. And then everyone's just glaring at the winner with their... <laughs> Just like I was so close. <laughs> so right. just taking such a mundane uh, activity and then making it ex- sound exciting <laughs> and exhilarating. Yeah. And and of course, all the references he's making as being a killer is like, oh, I'm going to kill it. Especially the, somebody call the cops. I'm killing it. <laughs> yeah. Like, he was calling the numbers, I was calling the shots. It's like, well, yeah, that's literally what you do. Right? <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, kind of an ingenious song. I really love it. So, yeah, that's his, uh, that's his humorous side showing. However, the I have to uh, show the darker side of him. And, yeah, Letter from Death Row was uh, definitely one of the, uh, uh, one of the more just heart-wrenching songs. Right. Because uh, a little quick uh, a little quick note on that song, it wasn't an actual letter that someone on Death Row had written, though he did read quite a few uh quite a few letters from uh from prisoners and also some uh 
And also basically took in the fact that they could have been alleged as suicide notes if they were on death row. So he basically put himself in the shoes of a prisoner who was on death row and would basically basically wrote out what the last letter he would write to one of his loved ones. Okay. So, like I said, he can stick himself in another man's shoes and then just, like, write a story about that. Pretty Pretty theatrical when you think about it. However, on different anymore, this is the song that I chose. This is this is being introspective. It's uh basic it's basically a song of trying to of trying to better yourself but for yourself. Not trying to uh wear a different mask, wearing a different face f- uh just based on your surroundings or the company you're with. It's basically just saying Take me for what I'm worth. This is me. This is who I am. And if uh, you don't accept it, then you're not going to accept me here. Right. So, yeah, different anymore. It's a uh, yeah, it's slower. It's kind of ending on a uh, kind of ending on a downer, but you know, <laughs> you take the bitter with the sweet on this album and that's why I love it. And different anymore. It's one of the uh, it's probably the one that I relate to the most. So, here it is, different anymore. Let's let's get deep in thought, man. I break myself to pieces for everybody else to take. They put it all back together In the size and shape they want to make So I carry around the ashes Of everything I was before It seems the matches Are the only book I'm reaching for Cause I, I don't want to be different anymore I don't want to be different anymore I changed No, I, I, I'm trying to be different than before I'm trying to be different than before I changed When the water is finally still I can see all the parts that are wrong There's two sides to the mirror I'm trying to see which one I'm on Cause I don't want to be different anymore I don't want to be different anymore I've changed No, I, I am trying to be different than before I'm trying to be different than 
before I changed And there once was a lion somewhere inside Its teeth have all fallen out And though I keep trying to face my pride I'll never make you proud So I don't want to be different Anymore, I don't want to be different anymore. I've changed. No, I, I am trying to be different than before. I'm trying to be different than before. I changed. So yeah, not as much as a downer as I had uh, proclaimed, <laughs> because it is still uh, it is still a bit uh, triumphant. It's like coming out of the uh, uh, coming out of a bitter moment, and it's just it's accurately portrayed in that chorus, you know. And it's a uh, in kind of uh, contrasting lyrics right back to back. It's like I'm trying to be different than before I changed. <laughs> Or, I don't want to be different anymore, I've changed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's just that constant, constant battle that we keep finding ourselves in. It's like, I want to be different, but I don't want to be this person. <laughs> so, yeah, quite a bunch of, uh, it's a lot to digest, that whole album. I'm doing a whole deep dive on it. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, Amigo the Devil, not, I guess not punk in the traditional way and he's and he's not he is his own thing that's going on plays a punk rock bowling all the time though yeah he and, does like, yeah so it's still regardless it's a uh, it's still music that appeals to punk rockers right and that is why he is here yes <laughs> so so yes i really love amiga the devil a lot of people do and also another point the last time i saw him which was just a few weeks ago the crowd was a lot of punks, a lot of metalheads, and a lot of normal-looking people. So you see? <laughs> That's how far his reach is. And his lyrics, yep, everyone can either relate to them or be entertained by them or just uh, or just watch, just listen to the theatrics about it because he's got a lot of emotion, that man. Daddy Kiranos, Amigo the Devil, forever, man. Awesome. So there we go. And also keep an eye out for... Uh, my deep dive on it. It will exist. But that more on that later. <laughs> <laughs> well, my great cover cover album is actually brand new. It came out just, just this past Monday, September 20th. But I've had it for a couple weeks. Been listening to it. Hoser from the band Squared Off, because it is the band Squared Off. Senate. Uh, I've been listening. There's nine track LP. It is awesome. I love the tracks. They did a great job. Uh, we had Hoser and the other guys, uh, well, two of the other guys in the band. Their drummer was out busy drumming for another band that he drums with when we did the interview. But 
Uh, we had that. If you want to go check out that interview, go back to episode 203. It's like 230, but just move the three and the zero around. Yeah, it's the dyslexic 230. Yes. <laughs> uh, that We put that out about March 17th of this year. If you want to go check that out, you can go listen to the interview, go listen to some other tracks that the band had. Now they've got some new tracks. I had a really difficult time trying to pick. I even didn't pick until like right before between a handful of tracks, right before we started recording the show. But we're going to kick it off with the title track, Glory Days. That was one that edged out uh, the other pick that I was going to make. And then we'll do another track in a moment. Let's play some music. We're getting ready to wind the show down. But before we do, let's play some great albums. You played Amigo the Devil. I'm going to play Squared Off. Here we go with the title track, Glory Days. I don't know what the future holds and I don't fucking care It don't really matter to me anyway We won't find out till we get there Whether we're right or whether we're wrong Or if we went astray Just remember this, my friends These are the glory days I don't know what the future holds and I don't fucking care
Hey, you remember that thing I was saying at the end of that Mean Jeans track? Yes. <laughs> Thinking too far into the future? <laughs> well, it looks like that reference has come back around. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's a good track. Uh, punk the way I like it. Uh, Squared Off did a great job. I recommend going out and checking it out. It's on their band camp already. It was put there just this past Monday. I didn't even know when the release date was, but I was happy I had it. I've been listening to it. Just just enjoying it. And as soon as I saw it, they're like, oh, I'm playing that for my album this week because <laughs> uh, it's awesome. I, I really like this next track. It might be my favorite track, but there are a lot of really good ones uh, on the album. So go check out Glory Days. It's just Squared Off's an awesome band. They're from Chicago, if I didn't mention that. And if you've somehow missed or forgot about the interview that you might have heard on episode 203, check them out. Let's check out this track. One more from the album Glory Days. It is called Agents of Chaos. Intensity of that track. The oh yeah, <laughs> bass was killer. I think they did a great job in all their tracks. That was and, definitely more of a street punk sounding one, right? Glorious days sounded more like a skinhead anthem, right? 
love and I love that uh I love that uh not contrasting nature there's very few to be contrasted but right. I love the I love the fact that that all bleeds together and I can't see why based on these two tracks why this album is uh definitely a favorite of yours so yes. far <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'm predictable on the music I like I like squared off uh that agent's chaos is awesome, and regardless of what your political biases are out there, everybody, they're agents of chaos. They're in front of your mm-hmm. face. Yeah, the people who actually believe that in order to get order, you got to disrupt the system a little bit. <laughs> I mean, the system disrupts itself. I mean, it's a, uh, it's built, it's damaged by design, right? <laughs> it's built to fail. Everything is. Everything collapses. I'm sorry. Nothing is built to last. If evolution has taught us anything, things go extinct, man. (laughs) That's just the way the world works. So don't be so defeatist about it. (laughs) Just take take the time on this planet to do something of worth. There you go. And some of that does mean instilling chaos. Well, let's wrap this show up with some non-punk. It's not just metal this time. I still have a couple more metal picks that... I want to get through, and then I'm going to probably not play as much metal. But Curtain Call Records sends so many great things, and I want to play them, and they're typically fall under metal, hard rock genre. But that I'm going to play a metal track after Eric plays a rock song. Oh, yeah, rock song, but debatably punk. Right. And I will say right, that. for sure. <laughs> yep, it is definitely, it's definitely one of those in-betweeners. And that in-betweener falls on the shoulders of one Joan Jett. Yes. Yep, Joan Jett. I did have another song planned for today, but I had to push it to next week because I learned that today is Joan Jett's 63rd birthday. <laughs> A happy birthday to Joan Jett. Happy birthday, Joan Jett, the, oh man, the... The goth mother, not the goth mother, the godmother of punk as we know it. (laughs) I was going to say goth mother? The goth mother? No, that's uh, um, Elvira. There you go, there you go. (laughs) No, the, uh, yeah, the lovely Joan Jett. Yes, she has has made a name for herself from the 70s, her start in the runways, the first uh, all-female rock and roll band to really make it to the uh, big time. That was a big move for them. And yeah, the Runaways. I love those guys too. I will. I will definitely be playing a song from them in my time, or a couple, really, because they're considered punk as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they're considered punk as well. They're considered rock and roll. Joan Jett wanted to take them more to a punk stance, whereas uh, Lita Ford, the guitarist, wanted to take them more to a metal stance. Right. And now we see where they are now. The Runaways is obviously no more. Joan Jett. She went uh, not really more on the punk side, but really more of the. Uh, Harsh rock and roll, like it was. Uh, it was definitely more considered like heavy rock, hard rock, type, that right. type of shit. But it still had a punk aesthetic to it. I mean, everyone knows the one song, "Bad Reputation." Right. <laughs> yeah, that definitely has a lot of uh, punk energy to it. You know, and the song, "I Don't Give a Damn About My Reputation." Yeah, that's a punk statement, and it definitely <laughs> was back in the day when it came in. You know, and. But yeah, at the same time, she was also very famous for songs like Crimson and Clover, which is a nice little ballad. Right. <laughs> and then, of course, the slower, more actual rock and roll sounding song, hence the title, I Love Rock and Roll. Right. So yeah, she's got a lot of, uh, she's got a lot of stuff on her plate that she is uh, serving out, <clears throat> and, and she does it very well. 
as the 80s rolled on, she was definitely getting a bit more of that uh, glam rock stature, a lot of more uh, leather and uh, teased hair and uh, and some songs about uh, heartbreak and shit like that. And that brings us to the song that I chose from her 1988 album, Up Your Alley, one of her leading singles, I Hate Myself for Loving You. Man, that song is is just reeking with a lot of... Uh, a lot of regret, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, victimizing, <laughs> you know, and is being told from the perspective of someone who is looking back on a relationship that either was or still is shitty, and she's like, "Oh God, why do I love this person so much? I hate myself because I love this person so much." <laughs> so, so yeah, definitely rings true, rings home for a lot of people who either had or are in shitty relationships. I know I have. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, Joan Jett, happy birthday to you. Let's celebrate you with uh, with this song, I Hate Myself for Loving You. I don't hate myself for loving you, Joan. <laughs> At all. I hate myself for not listening to you sooner. So, there you go. I hate myself for loving you. Let's get it. <laughs>
So, yeah, that probably rings home to a lot of people. But, <laughs> hey, look at where she is now. She's still riding high. Right. Yeah. And, yeah, 63 years on, maybe another 63 after that. Oh, wait, I hope I hope not another 63. Because <laughs> that would make me depressed seeing a very uh, old and uh, f- old and disheveled Joan Jett just sitting in her chair just thinking, when am I going to die? Yes, 126 <laughs> years old. That, that might be a little long. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> uh, no, I just hope she leaves when it is her time. Right. Yep. But that probably won't be for a while, judging on how she is uh, living right now. She's still killing it, man. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, Indeed. Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, we love you, all of you. Keep making the best rock and roll. Right. And we're going to wrap up the show with some metal. Uh, I came across the band. I like the band. They're called Hated. I'm pretty sure they're from Wyoming, as their social medias are Hated W-Y. I couldn't find specifically looking through <laughs> social medias or even on Spotify, and I searched elsewhere for it. But either way, I liked the track. They released None Are Equal, which is an EP. Are you familiar with this band by chance? No, I am not. But I will say there is another slight Gigi Allen reference, as uh, <laughs> he does have a uh, album called Hated, but it is Hated in the Nation. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel it feels kind of dumb that I had to talk about him twice on this episode, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's like it's like Hitler. He keeps coming up somehow. You know? Well, <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> hated released None Are Equal, an EP on February 21st of 2020. So it's a little over a year old, but it's still great. Uh, I like the track None Are Equal. I came across them, figured, shit, I gotta play them here on metal. I think they're also listed as metalcore uh, I think it sounded uh, kind of metal to me, so I put it on the metal portion of the show, or the end, the non-punk portion, as it were. So let's do it. Here is the band Hated with their title track from their EP, None Are Equal.
Yeah, I definitely felt more metal on that one than uh, core. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, mostly because of the uh, tone of the guitar. Definitely had more of a gent tone in there. It was like a... Yeah, I don't, I don't know. There was that. Uh, it was that tone, plus the way it was uh, presented itself. Also, it sounded very polished to be. Uh, I don't know, hardcore in my opinion. Okay. Yeah, so it came across a lot uh, cleaner, very more uh, well produced. And if that's the style they're going for, then that's the style that I got. So yeah, I consider that to be a bit more metal. Awesome. Me too. That was hated. None are equals to EP and the name of that track. Check them out. That wraps up the show. We can be found on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, Music, Amazon, Music Player FM, and SLCPunkCast.com, of course. And then on Instagram, the bands can be found at SharpShock, at East Bay JP, at Typhoid Rosie Music, at The Mean Jeans, at Amigo the Devil, at Squared underscore off underscore band, at Joan Jet, at Hated WY, at SLC Punkcast. Eric, where can we find you? I am on my personal Instagram, scaryuncle underscore Eric underscore SLC. My band, Anonymous, is on Instagram at anonymous underscore band official. Um, we still have shirts and... Oh, shit. And belches. And we have uh, <laughs> we have some new buttons, one and a half inches. Check that out on our Instagram or our Facebook at anonymous band SLC. And if you would like to purchase any of our tapes, if you like to download our music, if you want to purchase the shirts or the buttons, they can be found at Anonymous Band Official. No, not Anonymous Band Official. AnonymousSLC.Bandcamp.com. Okay. All these Freudian slips. Uh, you can find me on Circle Pit Radio on the Wrecked Podcast. That Instagram is at Wreckedcast. And... The Circle Pit Radio is at Assault City Circle Pit. And also, I got to plug another band I'm a part of. I keep forgetting to do this. <laughs> it is the band I am in with uh, Josh Leland, who, and we were brothers in arms at Suburban Hellkill. We are now part of Heart of Dark, which is at Heart of Dark 801 SLC. Awesome. There you go. Pretty, pretty simple to remember. And yes, I'm going to be plugging my show. My podcast, at Lead Melodies. I don't know why I said at Lead Melodies. Nothing exists for it on social media <laughs> platforms. But you know how I was talking about Amigo the Devil's album, Born Against? Well, I'm going to be talking about it there, too. <laughs> yeah, Lead Melodies, it'll be an album review sort of thing. Uh, I'll just be doing deep dives into albums or EPs, whichever, that I think are really good. Or if they are suggested to me. Anything like that. And and I'm just going to have on a whole episode based around that, looking to make it over an hour long. So if you really want to hear me talk about music more, you can find that. I will keep plugging it so that you don't forget. There you go. Yep. Anyway, yeah, the first uh, episode I'm going to do is a review on the Born Against album. And like I said, it's a lot to digest. It is a lot to write about. I have three songs left to talk about on there. <laughs> it is such... Oh, it's a pain in the ass, but it's a pain in the ass that I want, if that makes sense. So, awesome. so yeah, when it gets closer, it's going to be, I don't even have an air date. I don't even have theme music yet, but I have a logo. Awesome. There's that. <laughs> <laughs> and I have the idea, and I almost have the review. It's a slow-moving process. You're building it from the ground up, and that's just kind of how it goes. Right. But the passion is there, man. Passion is there. 
and that's how I know it's going to be real. <laughs> you can find all the bands on Facebook at Sharpshock Band, at East Bay JP, at Typhoid Rosie Band, at The Mean Jeans, at Quincy Punks, that's Punks with an X, at Amigo the Devil, at Squared Off, at Joan Jet and the Blackhearts, at Hated WY, the shows at SLC Punkcast. Thank you, everybody, for joining in and tuning all the way up until this point. Uh, Eric, any final thoughts for a wrap-up show? Well, I do. Um, yeah, when I said about I'm building uh, something from the ground up, and yeah, if you put your passion into something, uh, that should always be coming first. And yeah, we like to have new people coming into coming into our nick of the woods, that being like the uh, punk scene, the hardcore scene, the metal scene. And if you like it, then you find a way to give back to it. And some of the most of the time, giving back to it is forming your own band. Right. So yeah, keep forming your own bands, and uh, and yeah, just find a way to uh, stand out, find a way to be unique in your own way. Um, but yeah, just keep in mind that just trying to be, uh, just just take this for what it's worth. Just because it's different doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> so yeah, be different, but be different on your own merit. And if you're not getting the followers that you like, well, just take that into consideration. Just see where your passion lies. I know that's a lot of shit to take, but put passion into what you're creating. And if it's if it's authentic to you, and if it's uh, personal to you, and you have a you have an emotional connection to it, and with so far <laughs> to that to be so far that you can't live without it, then hold on to that, buddy. And if you keep if you keep pushing it, they will come. So, there's that. Signing off. <laughs> Play the fucking outro.